0: We're, we're, we're entering to our, our second part, guys. Uh, obviously, we had a lot, lot, lot to cover last week. Hopefully, you were encouraged by uh, the vision. We talked basically uh, vision proper from uh, what we're doing as a whole um, body. Uh, now, what we're going to do today is just dissect specifically, um, sorry, dissect specifically what we're going to be about um, in the specific areas of ministry. Um, we talked about discipleship and outreach. Now, we're going to talk about some of the other things like CDC uh, really focusing on leadership, uh, focusing on youth. And so hopefully you'll get, again, a, a big understanding of, of what we are trusting the Lord for as a local body. And then uh, we'll hit uh, what we'll be doing in the next couple of weeks and uh, throughout the year as well. So hopefully you'll be encouraged. Let me pray for us, and then we'll jump right in. Uh, just a, a few uh, rules to the game is that we um, are very serious about you asking questions. So don't feel like you um, can't ask a question. Uh, We really want people to be informed. And hopefully what we've seen is those questions usually help inform the rest of the body. So um, they're usually super um, value added. So I want to encourage you to do so. Okay, guys. Um, And hopefully that will encourage the body. We just ask that it will will worship the Lord and bring value to uh, the covenant community. If it's some personal thing. Please come talk to me afterwards. I, I won't, I'm, I'm hopefully modeling that I'm very available, so I don't feel, um, feel like you can't do that. We'd we'll love to have you come process things with me if it's a specific thing. So um, those are the ground rules. With that said, let me pray for us, and we're going to jump right in, okay? Dear Jesus, thank you so much um, to be able to worship you, Lord, uh, through song. And we pray that we can worship you now uh, through uh, gathering our minds together in one front and saying this is what we want to be about. So we just pray that we'll continue worship right now, responding to you, Jesus based on who you are and what you've done, and uh, you are good. Uh, and so thank you for giving us an opportunity to express that to you. Um, Lord, we pray that your Holy Spirit would be working in our hearts. We pray that you would um, be dealing with all of our different stuff right now in our own lives um, and that we wouldn't be hindering um, what you want to do and how you want to speak to us from, um, because of our own outage. Lord, would you make up the slack, and would you allow us to be attentive, passionate, and uh, most importantly, uh, desiring you that that passion would have a telos, an end, and it would be Christ. Um, feel me, Lord. Uh, use me. Speak through me by your grace. And speak through the rest of our leaders. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, guys. Uh, so, what I want to do real quick is uh, as we understand our, our focus for 2013, can we say it all together? Is this and faithfulness. Okay? Uh, if you missed it and you're part of this local body, I really want to strongly encourage you uh, to listen and look at the notes from last week. Uh, the reason, because I just want us all, again, our prayers that we would be united um, in what we're thinking about this year. And that we would go after um, those things for Christ together as a united voice in our community, okay? Uh, to to usher in that theme, um, I want to just briefly recap uh, the, big, the big ones we talked about last week, um, that was... Pray for three uh, to four people that you will engage consistently throughout the year. And you're saying, what are the big takeaways? We talked about a lot of stuff. What are some, big te- what are some things that I can do practically? Uh, Bill, continue to ask the Lord to cultivate your prayer life, uh, that you're dependent upon the Lord, and that you would be praying and consistently engaging three to four people as you're neighboring in our community. Um, and have that be your focus. Because our community, we, you know, we're here neighboring and serving, and you can get overwhelmed. And so um, our heart, our attempt is not to overwhelm you, but to focus you a little, focus you uh, for the year as a covenant community. Also, embrace community outreach as a tool um, in nourishment. Um, we talked about just our history behind outreach. Uh, we t- we've taken away a few things. So we've taken away Corner Store for the sake Um, That will free you to be on mission for Christ in these other areas that we've already signed up for being on mission as a mad group uh, being on mission uh, with momentum outreaches neighboring well that you'll be you'll have the freedom to do those things even more now. Uh, because hopefully there's a little more margin um, in your time and as leaders. Okay, guys? So, so and then we want to make sure that you hear that, hey, there's grace. Um, we can't be at every outreach. Oh, I don't even know if it's healthy for you to be at everything, uh, but that we want to make sure that we are, again, seeing those community outreaches as an, un, as an opportunity not only to be ushering in and inviting and caring for our neighbors, but also to be rejuvenating and nourishing you um, as we continue to build a conviction that we need each other. Okay, guys? Uh, see our MAC groups double this year. Um, for, by God's grace, we are seeing a lot of people in our discipleship crew, a lot of individuals. We were very encouraged in our staff time last week uh, where we just had a bunch of names of individuals who want to engage, who want to uh, look at uh, opportunities of neighboring here. And so uh, we're praising God for that. And I'm um, just praying that God will, will be able to say um, by this time next year that the Lord has has doubled our MAC groups. And in a body like this where you guys are, we're serious about Jesus, and we're serious about worshiping the Lord. We can almost get nervous when we start having metrics. Um, we start thinking we we getting we're, turning, we're getting soft, you know. But we're not. Um, This is our attempt to try to to try to make sure that we are prioritizing well, where we are trusting the sovereignty of God and the power of God. We understand the call for all of us is to be faithful until the day Jesus either comes back or we go to be with him. And in while doing so, we don't want to shortchange our prayer life and our and our desire to know that he can do big things and being men and women of faith. And one way we demonstrate that faith is by saying, Lord, I want to see you do something bigger than myself. And uh, we, don't, we don't determine our, your character by it, but we just want to offer this and say, Lord, would you do this? And then we want to trust the Lord for it. So that's, our, that's what we're doing right now. That's what we're trying to do by even having a specific metric. Okay, guys? So that's our, those are our big three. Any questions? How many of us can sign up to that? How many of us can sign up for that? We can say, I'm down with this. Hey, <laughs> hey, hey, hey. they like, man, you stupid, man. What you ask me to do? That's my boy. Matthew don't play. Okay, guys? So that's what we're about. <laughs> All right. Um, for some reason. Now, you know what? I hit, I hit the whole issue of our vision and being united last week, so I, I thought I would, I'm not going to uh, keep laboring on this, but I just want to say being united in a vision is key. Uh, and, I, and I say that because in our community, as we serve the Lord, here's what happens. By God's grace, God saw it. The funny thing is, he saw it, you know, in his, and I, I was just saying of a buddy of mine, his comedic gesture uh, by his grace to make, uh, you know, me your visionary leader, uh, to make us your leaders as a, as a local body, uh, Leon, E and myself, and Mike. And the reality is um, a lot of us, we come here and we go, My, man, I love the vision. The vision is bibliocentric. Um, you know, it's, man, it seems straight from the Bible. It seems that the mandate God has called us to be about to be and make disciples. I love the methodology. It flows right from the Bible. It seems like God wants us to be in a relationship. He wants us to have, you know, biblical community. He also wants us to have individuals in our life who can hold us accountable and vulnerable. And then we have these different things, and we're all excited. <clears throat> but then... When I do something that you don't like or the staff or, you know, we do something that you, you kind of don't like, uh, all of a sudden, that biblical vision becomes Eric's vision and now you're mad. All right? And y'all know that's true, right? And so what, what we have to fight for is we have to fight for that unity that, that I'm going to do things that you're not going to like. I'm going to do things where it's going to still be a gray area. It won't be unbiblical, but you won't agree with and I want us to still be able to say and have a good basket where we go, man, I don't know if I would do this this way, but it's not unbiblical. And guess what? The vision is still biblical, whether I'm mad at Eric or not. And we have to figure out a way to make sure that we can celebrate your leadership, celebrate the vision, and not make things personal because of our own baggage. That makes sense? So I'm just, I'm just, those are, those are some alleys we can go down. And so I just want to kind of be proactive and say, hey, guys, I love you. I know you love me, and I'm broken, I'm messed up, and I'm going to be repentant all throughout the year because of the areas of my life. But I, I want God's best for you. I want this community to reach. I want to lead you through the power of the Holy Spirit and out of humility. Um, Leon wants to lead you through the power of the Holy Spirit and of humility. And so I just ask that you, by God's grace, will give us the benefit of the doubt as we try to courageously lead you guys. Okay, guys, we got to fight for this. Here's the thing. Satan does not want us united because our body's crazy. I mean, we are such an eclectic body and the Lord is so honored here because of the socioeconomic differences, the racial differences, the thought process differences. All that stuff brings God honor because there's uncommon unity and diversity in his body. You don't see this. Guess what? Satan sees that. And he is going to spend overtime making sure that our differences get in the way, that our our personalities get in the way, all our passions get in the way. We start making our passions theological principles. He's going to do that. And I'm just asking you right now to understand that Satan wants to get you out of the race. He wants to get me out of the race. He wants this church to be obsolete here. He wants it to come here, sing songs and all that stuff, and be absolutely no impact in this community. He would love that. This gathering means absolutely nothing if we're not filled with the spirit and we're not serious about doing what we say here in the community. He's okay with people gathering if they're not really worshiping Christ. So I want us all today to say, Lord, when that happens, when that knee jerk happens, because it's going to happen to me toward you. It's going to happen to you toward me, toward your leadership, toward other people who are leading you, our elders, as as we gather them. And when it happens... Ask the Lord to allow you to say, Lord, is this baggage or is there something really that you're giving me prophetic voice to speak to the leadership? Hear that. We want to grow. If we sinning, we're doing something stupid, you have my permission right now and you know me personally. You can call me out. You got to bring your A game. You can't be talking about this is what I like. You know, I saw this on Sesame Street, so I want you to do it. It has to be biblical. Okay? That's all we're asking. So let's do that together, guys. Okay? Let's fight for unity. It's going to be key for us as we move forward and try to accomplish the vision for Jesus. You guys with me? Okay, guys. All right, leadership update. Uh, To give you a snapshot, real quick, what's going on? Um, Now we have uh, one elder that we have. We have one elder uh, that we have basically approved, and that we want to go through um, elder training. Uh, You guys are like, oh yeah, I thought we did a vote like in two thousand three. What happened to that? Um, so here, so uh, part of that was, again, um, uh, my failure of communicating to you what had happened. Uh, and so I was going to take, just take responsibility for that. The reality is uh, that we had four people we were looking at, and three, for whatever reason, kind of said, you know what, I can't do that. So that left us with one elder. So I was like, well, we need to wait until we can raise up more people. Um, Right now, we have that one elder who's been extremely patient, or the elder in training, extremely patient. We have now two more who have raised up and say they want to put their name back in the hat, which is really exciting, so that we can actually now begin the process of training elders. And I promise you, we will have elders soon enough, okay, guys? Worship the Lord! So, 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 uh, so that's the goal, that's our heart, and so continue to be praying for that. Any questions? Okay. Uh, again, goal is two more by the end of the year. So I would love by, um, by the end of the year, we have three elders in addition to your pastoral team and that we become a plurality of elders and then we have people on and off and then we're training elders and we just have this huge pool and that would just be awesome as I think it's going to help our leadership and move us forward in ways that um, I don't think we can without that elder board. Okay, guys? Frank, buddy? Yeah. an elder. that's a good question. So an elder leads will lead elders, basically leads this body. So I I'm I'm one of your leaders and I'm like your visionary leader. But the elders will actually come alongside me and together we will lead this body. And it wouldn't just be. You know, Eric and just the staff team, but we'd have people who are lay leaders, part of the decision. I mean, you guys are still part of decision making. You know, many of you guys know I don't even make a decision until I talk to, you know, there's three or four of you guys already because you guys are awesome, but it would be a formalized basis where they will help lead the church body. So, just in a nutshell. Good question. That's good for anyone wondering, what's an elder? And in essence, what they become is, is, is my boss as it were too, where they make sure that I'm not, you know, sitting in Starbucks and drinking pina coladas all day, but I'm actually working, so. Uh, we also have some new leadership at Mac. Um, I want to re- make sure I can remember everybody because uh, Eric's, Eric's departing, and so really excited that we have le- a new leadership here at Mac Avenue Community Church. Uh, I want to bring up some cats as they go, first and foremost. I know if Jonathan Demers here, J.D. Uh, maybe you can raise your hand, come stand up, give him some love. J.D. will be... JD will be, um, he will be uh, leading our, everything that deals with celebration. So he will be leading our celebration side of what we do at Mac Ave. So all of this, um, if there's any drama, it's his fault, talk to him, okay? Um, so uh, uh, we, also, we already talked about Aaron and, 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 um, and April, and am I forgetting anyone else? We all oh, Mike, Mike, where's Mike Fang? Mike Fang, as you guys know, you can give him love. I know you're used to him, but give him a little clap. <laughs> Mike, Mike, as you guys know, uh, heads up our Max Sports Ministry and also is our worship leader. He will be um, also helping with um, directing some of the operations um, as Eric has left. So, uh, so I'm really excited about, about that process and what the Lord is doing there. Oh, man, you know he was doing an internship. He's actually going to stay. He's not just doing an internship. So, so, so he's kind of... So, guys, you guys, you guys, got to take off those intern glasses and actually put on staff. He's actually legit, all right. <laughs> so, don't give him no drama when he's calling you out and stuff because he has authority in Jesus' name, all right? He's like his own now. <laughs> yes, Andrew. Um, the elder in training is sitting right next to you, Nathan Egger. <laughs> Woo! The bishop so it's middle name so that's our elder in training and uh Oh, and guys, let to give you a heads up. Uh, we will have a finance meeting in February. I'll have the date specifically to you. Just want to uh, let you know about that. We'd like for all you got, for all of you to be here as we talk about the church's finances, continually model that transparency, and think through, uh, what we're going to be about and tell you what we are going to be about, uh, with, uh, the money you guys have been absolutely super gracious in providing to Jesus as we be on mission here, okay? So I'll let you know that. Just want to get that out there now. We will have a finance meeting in February. Oh, sorry. As you guys know, uh, just as far as our, our catechesis, our training, uh, we are training you right now in the book of Colossians. Uh, that's, where our teaching, that's where we're teaching. We're teaching through the book of Colossians. Hopefully you have been encouraged. Um, I will finish out that series. Um, you guys gave me an awesome break uh, to be able to do some other things. I was able to help, help with the transition and stuff. So we had other teachers who did a great job. Thank you, guys. Matthew, JD, all you guys. Um, and then I'll finish out the series starting next week. We'll hit back to Colossians. So I hope you've been reading. Don't be taking no break. All right. If you have, it's all right. Trust the Lord, dust it off and get back into Colossians. Um, We will be in Colossians chapter three, I believe, verses 18 through 25. Okay. so make sure you're reading, you're ready to rock, ready to grow in Jesus in that way. Um, And then after Colossians, we will be hitting the book of Proverbs. All right. Okay, you know our goal in, at Macab is to study every book in the scriptures. The reason why is because left unto ourselves, we'll just stick to stuff that we think we, can, we have the capacity to handle. And we'll stick with those cool texts. What we want to do is we want to get the whole council of God. So we're hitting a big mama right here, all right? We're going to hit, come, going to hit Proverbs, all right? And it's going to be awesome. I've been, you know, working through it. I've had some I'm great help by I'm some of your leaders and really excited about the book of Proverbs, guys. All right, so make sure you're invited, And you know Proverbs, the, the word even means wise and skillful living so if you're ready to be wise and skillful in living by trusting christ uh, you'll be there if you want to be silly then you won't be there so that was a joke um we want to have a, a youth group update uh again uh, we want to know what's going on with uh, our young people so uh, we're going to bring up our fearless leader i don't know if you want to bring up your bride or you're going to just come up big ass coming up y'all bring it Oh, wow. Okay, I'll sit down.
1: <laughs> Good morning. Um, I'm and briefly going to share some of the vision for our youth group this year. Um, as you guys know, we meet Friday nights at 7 p.m. Uh, first, I wanted to share who our leaders are. So we have Joel Stahl. Raise your hand. <laughs> My wife, Sarah. And we also have Adrian Crawford, who is not here this week. But when you see her, say thank you. Our leaders have been so awesome this year. They have been neighboring like crazy with our kids every single week. Nobody knows about it, but they're doing it, especially Joel. Thank you, Joel. Um, let's see. <clears throat> so, yeah, first I wanted to say thank you to the leaders. The second thing is just to really briefly share the vision, just like our church's vision is to be and make disciples and see our disciples make disciples and our disciples' disciples make disciples. We're trusting the Lord for the same thing in our youth. Right now, we only have one uh, youth in discipleship. Cornelius, over there. Hey, Cornelius. And we're really trusting the Lord to see more of our youth raised up into discipleship. And just like our church, we're looking for our, our disciples to be faithful, available, and teachable. And so one of the main things that we're we're lacking is the availability from our kids. And so what I really want you guys to be praying about and the parents to be praying about and the youth to be praying about is what does it look like to be available and to consistently be showing up uh, for youth group and, and just demonstrating that to the leader so you can be disciple. disciple. Um, so be praying for that. The other thing I wanted to talk about is a challenge for you guys Um Last week, Eric talked about how we can make disciples and how a lot of people are could be waiting for the leadership to call you and say, hey, like, disciple this person or disciple that person. And what I'd really like to see, and I think what we'd really like to see, is our body members prayerfully seeking out young people who are on your blocks and on your street and in your neighborhood and saying, hey, I'm going to share the gospel with this kid. I'm going to share the the gospel with this child, and I'm going to invite them into my home and into my life and trust the Lord for them being discipled as well. And so we would love to to hear about that type of thing going on and to come alongside you and aid you in discipling that child. Okay? Um, If you have any questions about that, please talk to me. Um, Yeah, so that's basically it. Please write down my phone number. It's 313-288-9120. Call anytime. I may not answer right away, but I will call you back. Um, youth group is going to be for the girls at my place, 1025 Van Dyke, and for the boys at Kristen Recker's house, 3730 uh, Seminole. Yes. 6th grade to 12th grade. 313 313- 288 <laughs> Two zero. I love text message. Yes. Right, and what we love to see with that is you to really take on that kid and, and really, like, love that kid um, and invite them into your home and disciple them. So um, we do believe that that could happen. If you need help thinking about what that looks like, please call me, talk to me. We'd love to talk to you guys about it. Yes? Yes? That's not exactly what I'm saying. I'm saying in your rhythm, I want you to be thinking about the kids on your block, talking to them, inviting them into your home and saying, I'm taking ownership for these children. I'm praying for these three children or these four children. And I am, you know, sharing the the scriptures with them. I'm sharing the gospel with them. Exactly. Exactly. And and I'm saying that I'm not going to know about them. Sarah's not going to know about them and Joel's not going to know about them because we don't live on Cadillac. We just won't. Maybe we will, but that would be great, but we just won't. Yes? That would be amazing. Yes. Drive them with you. Bring them. Stay for an hour. Exactly. Exactly. And we, we firmly believe that the organic relationship you've already set up with that child will have a fertile soul for the, for the gospel that we will, won't necessarily have. And because of the numbers of the kids that we're serving, it would take a lot longer to get there. Yes. We are meeting at Kristen Recker's basement, 3730 Seminole. They are, yes. At least once a month they are combined um, for different outings and that sort of thing. I usually don't count. Joel, what do you think? Ten. Ten total. We have a lot more boys right now than girls, I would say, that are regularly coming. Not this past week. There were a ton of girls. I think Tammy brought a lot of girls. (laughs)
0: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) no no seriously so those guys have been working hard and uh you heard the challenges and so what we need to do uh, um, we need to get all that information and make sure we have a, a slide for that maybe next week or even put that on online so that people aren't trying to write on the scrap sheet of paper um so, we'll, Big Al, that's what's up. So, uh, so we'll get that information to you guys. Thanks, guys. So I hope those, uh, those questions really clarify things. Um, and as we continue to be on mission, I want to talk about Mac Sports right now as uh, another component of our ministry uh, from Mac Avenue Community Church. So, Mike, do you want to share anything? It's right there, bro. <laughs> there you go.
2: Mac Sports. Well, there's a few more slides, so I'm just waiting for the slide. Okay, so, uh, all right. So we just wanted to give some sort of metrics of like things that we could praise the Lord for for the first season. Um, We had a total of eight teams, which was great. Um, The opportunity with these teams showing up twice a week every week was just a consistent ability to neighbor with them over and over and over again, and uh, it's kind of like follow-up just built naturally into the infrastructure, which is great. Um, many of whom we continue to connect with through various means. I know um, April and Josh hosted like a family night for some of the teams. Um, some of the coaches have been having kids over for dinner, or families over for dinner, <laughs> just like kids. Um, families over for dinner um, after the season's been over, which has also been amazing. Um I've, we've already celebrated the coaches, but they're worthy to be continually celebrated. We had ten godly volunteer coaches who just every week taught the gospel to the kids. We had lessons laid out for them every single week, taught a little lesson. Were enthusiastic, encouraging for the kids. It was just a blast to watch. Um, and finally, we had a lot of referees. And then finally, finally, we had a lot of partnerships with principals in the in this four eight two one four zip code, which has been a blessing as a. Um, encourage even the teachers to hand out flyers to the kids to participate in this program. So we can praise the Lord for that. Holla. <laughs> Next slide, please. Um, just to remind us, um, the vision statement is part and parcel with Matt Gatt's vision statement, of course. Um, we want to see families, discipled and go- the gospel advance in our community through sports. Um, We want to continue to note the difference that we're not just Christians offering a sports program for um, everybody to have fun in, but we're really trying to seek um, how we can use sports to to advance the gospel. And so that's why we're so intentional about Bible studies in the practice, um, skills, lessons written out, connecting with families, um, even disciplining kids um, in character um, to be more like Christ. Okay, and the last slide for things that we want to trust the Lord for, to pray for. Um, continue partnerships with local businesses in our community um, that can look like monetary sponsorships or equipment sort of things, um, like barbershops, grocery stores, things like that. Um, We want to have at least four teams for age groups. I know the two older age groups kind of got gypped this year. They had two teams, so they just kept playing each other every week. Um, So we want to have four teams so that they can rotate um, and have like a legitimate season. That would be fun. Um, more leadership development in our volunteers, um, and how to continue to share the gospel with their families, um, and continued interaction between coaches and families. Yes, and in the future, but maybe not this summer. Um, Mac baseball. So, we're gonna do. Woo, uh, <laughs> we're gonna do soccer um, in the spring. Um, and continue to try to hone that down so it's really tight. And then baseball, perhaps, if we have the capacity, um, and we'll we'll see. We'll keep you guys updated for that. Are the ages going to change? We're going to be opening registration to four through twelve year olds instead of just four through ten year olds this year. Um, and depending on the number of reg- we're going to really push to have an eleven to twelve year old age group as well. Um, we'll have to. It'll be contingent on the number of registrations. Yes, Matthew. Anything for basketball? Not yet. We wanted we wanted to offer like what is more lacking in the community so far. So we know there's already some momentum for football and basketball. Um, so we want to fill other voids too. And we have Saturday times at Erquan Lutheran. said so Leon. Explain that a little more. Um, those are those are like men's open gyms, right, for 16 and up.
0: So real quick, this, uh, I just want to encourage you guys with, with Mike's leadership. It's been awesome this year. And uh, specifically, uh, you should well, obviously, you should, if, you've, if you've been at any part of Max Sports, you've seen it. Um, and But what I've been blown away with is his interaction with the schools, or the neighboring schools, and the platform that the Lord has given him with the principals and these teachers. You'll be blown away uh, at how the Lord has used his brother. So just very, very proud of him. And just want you guys to, to know the Lord has blessed us with a great leader in his bro. Um, yeah. And also, and just to reaffirm him in the whole baseball thing, the reason why we're not starting these new things now is because remember the theme of 2013 is, right. So we want to stay focused and faithful with what we, keep, what we have now, do it well, and then we want to move on. So thanks, buddy. I'm going to continue on and talk through, uh, and here's what we're doing. We're giving you nuts and bolts of this, because this, some of us don't even know, like, so many things are happening. A lot is going on. The Lord is doing all kinds of things, extending his... Uh his kingdom and his community, and so just want to give you abrupt on what's up, making sure that we are really fighting hard to turn this silo. We have a youth group silo. We're trying to knock it down, so there's an organic, organic piece of the youth, and the youth are feeling like part of our body, and not just kind of a little side note over here. Uh, there's Mac sports, a lot of things are going on in our body. So that's uh, the attempt now is to calibrate you on Mac Church whole as lee, as we um have lee give who's the leader of our cdc um also our executive uh pastor does all kind of things puts off fires keeps me out of jail everything he's awesome i don't have to go to jail it a joke so um but he's going to share right now uh, about the cdc max cdc amen
3: amen so family we kind of what mike was talking about you know you guys would be on your blocks and you're like wow these kids keep playing all these sports wouldn't it be great to have something gospel-centered to respond to something that they're already doing, but something that our people could get engaged with to advance the gospel? The same took place about, wow, a year into us starting MACAV. As we were connecting with people in the community, we're like, wow, people are hearing the gospel. MAC Church is going to always make sure that people are cared for spiritually. But one of the ways we can respond is to a, a physical presence as well. So we said, wow, let's, let us create an entity That allows for the advancement of the kingdom to take place through a number of initiatives that don't have to be church focused, but still are gospel focused. So that's where Mac development flourished and came out of. It was a response to you guys seeing needs in the community uh, and actually seeing some people being taken advantage of. Uh, And so Mac lit was one of the ways when we went door to door talking to people and said, hey, we want to talk to you about the Lord. How can the church be responsive and be a presence in this community? How can we make a change for Christ's sake? And people kept saying three things, housing, education, and safety. We haven't been able to do a safety initiative as of yet, um, but we're trusting the Lord that through education and through housing and through you guys moving in and us seeing our neighbors uh, experience the gospel, that safety is going to be affected. But right now, our focus, though, has been education and housing. And so, through education, we've been, uh, we've had Ann Patty, who helped create and start our Mac Lit program. And Kristen Selly has con- taken the mantle and continued to run with it. Um, our desire now is to see more families enter into Covenant Community. You guys have come out and, uh, yeah, just blessed and loved on people. But the reality is, We're not seeing people go deeper in Christ as a result of MacLit. We're seeing literacy improved greatly. Kids are moving up a grade level in half a year. Let me say that again. Kids are moving up one grade level in half a year. So, So literacy is being impacted. But, and I was talking with Kristen about this, you know, we're just, talking about the vision, excited about what MacLit is doing. If we create a bunch of amazing Detroit scholars, MacLit has not succeeded fully in its vision. Because we're not here just to make great scholars. We want to make godly scholars. And so we now are saying, Lord, would you allow um, Mac families to come alongside families that are in MacLit and just love on them? You know, we we've, Corner Store not there anymore. What if you said, man, you know what? Like I was going to corner store once every two months, once every three months. What if I just invite over a Mac lit family for for lunch once every three months? What if I just want to connect? They are my neighbors. This is, we're not saying like, so just an idea. Um, These are neighbors in the community uh, serving we, we want to get to the point where we're serving about 20 families, caring for about 40 kids, and ha- hosting and having about 80 tutors. See that see that take place. Um, we're going to have a summer program uh, that is for about 15 kids, where because what we saw is summertime kids. Excuse me, school year kids make these great this great progress, and then summertime video games kick in, comic books and their reading levels would drop greatly. So there's a, a, a summer program that we're going to have um, that gr- um, Kristen and April had wrote a grant for that we're going to be able to provide to about 15 kids in the community. And if you know someone that might be interested in being the director of that, Kristen has set up the structure and everything. It's going to be a great time. Um, please let myself or Kristen know uh, as some, some light planning will take place uh, leading up to this summer. But again, just one more opportunity to advance the gospel in the lives of our youth, and specifically in the lives of our families. And we want you guys to see the theme of MAC Development is trying to care for families in this community. Whether it's through education or housing, we want families to experience the gospel. Um, yep, and please pray for the transition into the new location uh, as, you know, we we're blessed to to move everything in the house now you got to unpack it, as Dean and Caleb say. And so Kristen has a lot of unpacking and organizing to get done for like, you know, 30 kids and 60 volunteers and just a lot to get prepared in the next couple weeks. So please keep her in your prayers, y'all. Amen. 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 So, uh, Mac Housing, uh, we performed two complete renovations. Um, and I want to show you guys some before and after pictures. Uh, we've been blessed with an amazing family that is in the parking house right now. Such an answer to prayer. Yeah, yeah. Um, and those are some of the before and after pics. And and this, guys, is the result of you all. This is the result of you all saying, you know what? We loved on this sister. She was amazing. And we went back to her house, and a slumlord was taking advantage of her. Church, can we step up? You know, it was a, it was the result of you guys saying, "Wow, people, housing is a way that the poor can continue to be taken advantage of." So, what could the church do? Can the church step in the gap? And so we have. And at this stage, we would like to do more housing down the road. Right now, we're not taking on new homes and new projects, but we are taking on new and new individuals to help with the planning of us executing that again uh, in the future. So. Guys, this this is this is your effort, um, but a tangible expression. And I live a block away from this house. It was an eyesore to the community. You would drive past, and there were like sheets hanging out the windows. When we went in, the pipes had bursted, and there was three feet of ice in the basement because water was just running. I mean, this house—it was an eyesore to the community. Now it it looks beautiful. I'm sorry. Like you just you get to physically see the transformation of the Lord taking place. And we are just excited that you all have played a played a big role in that, um, and we're excited to continue to see it happen more often. As we, um, as we, we have provided much support to many renovations in the community. But now we're not taking on a house per se and 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 re- renovating it, but we're providing resources and we're providing networks and we're sending people, you know, toilets and all types of different uh, supplies that we can. But as people are buying homes in the community, you guys, you know, you got an army of people behind you, ready to provide support and love. So um, that's that's the stage that we're at currently in Mac Housing. But Mac Housing uh, also is mobilizing our beachheads as a church body. And some of you guys may not know this, uh, but we want to make sure it's before everyone that we have four beachheads, and beachheads in, in military terms is the location by which you and the troops go out to advance the army, okay? It's like, it's like your point of reference, and then you go out. We have four locations in our community. You got uh, Mac and Seminole, which is at uh, D, Burns and Sylvester, which is C, um, Cadillac and Charlevoix, which is B, and Kerchival and Parker, which is A. Uh, funny how... My street got to be A, huh? I don't know. All right, so, um, (laughs) um, but, you know, you see sprinkled throughout those beachheads families, and we're praying that the Lord will continue to allow us to branch out and cover all of 48214, but we're not, we don't want you to start in a random corner all by yourself. Like, use the momentum of people loving on the neighborhood well, and you can be a part of that, not having to start it on your own, but now you can you can be a part of a, mo- a momentum already taking place on blocks. So we just invite you to be a part of that. Uh, these are, you know, uh, a lot of the, actually all the homes um, in our community where folks are. I might have might have forgot one. Somebody might be like, where's my house? But, um, but the goal here is that you would see that you're a part of something bigger that the Lord is doing, you know, and that you would be inviters to others so that they also can be a part of it. Um, as we see, yeah, God just continuing to advance his kingdom friends. Um, so again, we we want to focus Mac lit, strengthen it, see the Lord glorified through it. Families come to grow in Christ in it. We want to see Mac housing, uh, continue to resource individuals who, who are, uh, hoping who may live in a community and want to own someday or may, or maybe renting and want to get into a better rental situation, uh, or individuals who want to move in. Uh, we just want to be that 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 network uh, for individuals. Um, and then in faithfulness as far as Mac development, we really want to celebrate the gifts of our body. You know, um, you guys have been we've shared a number of opportunities, whether it's uh, to be a part of nursery or whether it's to be a part of um, you know Mac lit. Some of you guys are like, wow, well, like, my gifting is accounting. Leon, what do I do? Oh, we've got a place for you. You know what I'm saying? If maybe you have a skill set that's more geared towards seeing people developed holistically. Well, we'd love to connect with you uh, to that end. Uh, you can feel free to contact myself um, or any other leadership. Um, but there's a sister that in, in our early days, her name is Lisa Johannon, and um, I'm going sure quick show um, a quick mention of her. She helped us in the founding days of Mac development. She's been a champion for Mac App since day one. Uh, can't say enough great things about her. Um, and so she's going to be coming to the Rojek home uh, in February, on the 16th, I believe, and just going to share a bit about the transformation her community has seen from their efforts, but also um, invite us to dream big, you know, and, and I'm again, we're focusing so we're not saying, hey, dream big, we're rolling out 12 new initiatives. I've been blessed. Two years ago, we had the idea of a literacy clinic, excuse me, of a legal clinic. we made some plans, it didn't take place. A few months ago, Anna and John Demers said, hey Leon, we're thinking about seeing a lit- legal clinic come to pass in this community. So you might be a person that helps set the framework for something that might happen three or four years from now. Would you allow God to use you in that way? You know, would you allow people to be cared for in a way where it might even be bigger than you and you lay the groundwork for something? We're not starting new things, but that's but your gifts still can be used today. So Lisa's going to be... Uh, at the Rojek Home, and we're gonna talk a bit with her. And uh, yeah, fam, we're just excited to invite you guys out. Uh, we may have some food and stuff there, so just RSVP with myself. Um, if you plan on coming to that, that's gonna be on the 16th, five o'clock at the Rojek Home. And uh, and lastly, uh, we would like someone to now take these initiatives that we have started and begin to advance them on a long-term basis. So we're looking for um, a CEO of Mac Development. If you're interested, uh, please contact me. I can give you far more details um, than than what would be appropriate to share right here. Um, But we're excited about seeing uh, our body used by the Lord to transform this community. Um, And if you know someone that you think would be passionate or a good fit for that, you can even make recommendations to myself. Um, Please do that. Amen? Amen. We got Matthew and then Kelty. Oh, yeah, and if you have, like, a specific area, like, man, I really want to see urban farming or, wow, what do we do, Uh, how do we care for prostitutes in a way that develops them as opposed, yeah, if you have specific questions that you think Lisa could respond to, feel free to email those to me as well. Kelty? Mac building yes so Kelt asked about Mac building which I don't have a, a, a picture for. Um, we at this stage have received two bids for how to how to renovate Mac building and we're talking with some of the um, some of those contractors about how to move forward in the way that's most cost effective. So uh, we will have a full presentation for you guys about Mac building uh, coming up soon. We just want to narrow down our options before we present all of that. But, uh thank you guys for your patience, and prayerfully we'll be continuing some parties up in the Mac building., hey. okay, <laughs> amen, thank you guys
0: All right. and then we are uh, and actually, yeah, and also we we are really trying to streamline like what. Uh, It was everything was just all scrambled. What was what was local body church doing? What was the CDC doing? So we've separated that. We're moving that to the CDC side uh, so that they can focus. But now, because we have a void of leadership in the CDC side uh, where we need a director to rise up, we have to pause first, get the right leadership, and then we can move with the initiatives. So that so basically we're trying to this clean house so that we can be operating in a, in, a, in a manner that honors the Lord and that honors you guys as you trust us as leaders. So thanks for the question. All right. All right, guys, got a little gift for you. I feel like Oprah now. Um, as you guys know, Nate, uh, Nate Egger uh, by God's Grace, um, the book Default Christianity is, uh, is here. And what we want to do, we want to pass that out right now, please, uh, to each one of you in the body. Uh, like Oprah, you could jump up like, ah, get a gift. Like the could Come on. Ah! So, so um, we're going to pass it out to you right now. And uh, here's a couple of things. Uh, where is, Nate, do you want to give any insight to how you want them to proceed or you want me to share? I, I know that sounded deep, like, don't we just now read it? Yeah. Yeah. There's a.
4: <laughs> yeah. So I would start at page one. one. Um, <laughs> No, um, so, yeah, I mean, first of all, thank you guys. Lots of you have helped in um, lots of different ways to make this happen. and It's been a long process, um, so I hope you enjoy it. I hope it encourages you in your faith. Um, it's um, basically, it, it grew out of a kind of a conversation um, that our church was having maybe two and a half years ago, and this is really having all the time. But you know, how do you make Christ-centered decisions? What does that mean? Um, what does it mean to to live for the kingdom of God? What does the kingdom of God look like in our world, and how does that affect you know where we live, um, what kind of work we do, um, you know, just how we spend our time, how we approach family, um, and I mean, th- this is still a little rough, as I'm realizing as my wife's reading through it. She dog-ears every page that there's a mistake on. Um, there's a couple mistakes in there still. Um, so I hope you can read through those. Um, if you want to, you can point them out to me. Um, that will be appreciated on some level. Um, you know it'll that? hurt, but it'll be good. <laughs> um, so there be there will probably be a revision in a few months where we can get rid of all all the errors that we find. Um, And, I mean, if if you are encouraged, um, you know, for the rest of this month, it'll be available for free here. Um, And then after that, it'll be available for, like, $7 a copy um, out there. And if you want to order more than 10 copies, you can talk to me and um, get them for $5 a book. Um, But, yeah, I just, I, I hope you guys enjoy it.
0: Awesome, and just for clarity, just being really kind of, real quick. Uh, so we want, we actually want you to critique it, because we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna um, submit those uh, the mistakes, and we want it. Basically, this is the time where the body can kind of, we can kind of perfect it as much as we can, get it back to the publisher, and then, uh, then when we get that new copy in two months, then we're gonna do kind of an unleash you know, uh, social media throughout, through our influences and things of that sort. So we want you to read it, but also have your critique eyes on so we can make it the most, the, the best book possible for the covenant community, for those who don't know Jesus. And so when we get the next publishing, uh, cir- cycle, we can unleash the book. So we're going to do a major unleash. So I would even encourage you, maybe not like we want to start at like ordering boxes and tens and twenties after the new release. Okay, so right now, just read it, critique, give us the critiques, and then in two months, when we get the new, we'll let you know, and then we'll start doing order ordering frenzy. Cool, guys? Is that cool? Uh,
4: I mean, so I I do I would appreciate critiques. Email would be a great way to do it. Um, but don't feel like you have to. Like, mm. if, if, <laughs> if you're, like, sitting here and you're like, well, I need to volunteer for MacLit, I need to, you know, go talk to, you know, kids aged 12 to 18 on my block now, I need to write this 40-page email to Nathan. <laughs> just just read the book if you have time. Um, and be encouraged. Um, you know, if you have an editorial bent to you and, you know, it just comes naturally to you, like, it wouldn't take that much time out of your day to do, please, you can do that. I mean, you can do what my wife does and just hand me a copy and I'll look at the pages and try to figure out what you're talking about. Um, but, yeah, so... Don't don't feel obligated to do it. It is helpful. It it is very helpful. But again, it's basically for you to read. (laughs) Well, he's. It was a competition.
0: Yeah, and he won, so I took him to Mudgies. Okay. (laughs) And if you notice, I love I love the the eye. I love this the little crown cross. Isn't that cool? Well, this just, just me. So, thank you, bro. Thanks so much. Can you give me some love, guys? Important dates, and we're going to head out, guys. A um, lot of information, uh, important dates. Uh, first, we're going to let you guys know that we're, we're going to be having a discipleship retreat. We're going to try something new this year. We're going to have it in our community. All right, and the reason why is because we spend we spend uh, a lot of money going to Spring Hill, and I was I'd love to see us spend uh, a chunk on 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 our local body, really blessing you here. I mean, I think we can still have a, a crazy this this crazy party here uh, for a fraction of the cost, but I would love to see a chunk of that money go to actually blessing you guys here. So we're gonna try something new. We're gonna try and do it here. Uh, really think about how to have awesome child care, how to have good food. We're going to really just want to bless you guys. You guys are unbelievable. And I'm going to just, bless, just praise God for you. So that's our heart. Uh, we'll let you know the discipleship retreat date soon. We want you to lock it in. It's very important. Uh, we just see it as um, extremely important for us to continually catalyze vision and, um, and crystallize what we want to be about as a body. Okay, guys? So hopefully be encouraged. We'll let you know about that as that goes forward. Um, also, uh, there's a Sunday prayer time that we're going to be starting. Uh, uh, I don't know if this needs to be in Joel's house or not. We can talk about that. But right now, I know he wants to, he's going to be doing it in his home. Um, but I'm really excited about this. Uh, just my brother, again, that, that opportunity for us to be exercising, uh, being a body and having a heart for prayer. So, again... Uh, these things are not mandatory by any means. This is about us seeking the Lord and is and asking God to be working in our hearts and our lives, praying for your leadership, praying for our body, praying for our community, um, praying for our neighbors. Okay, guys? Um, so at Joe Stahl's house, which the address is? 3844 Burns. Okay? 3844 Burns. And uh, finally, we will be moving our time starting February 3rd from 11 a.m. to 10 a.m. All right. Uh, <laughs> man, I, I, fe- man, right, right. <laughs> I feel like I, <laughs> I feel like I said something about, like, I don't know, LeBron or something. Everybody, got crazy in here. People are like, wow. Well, so, and again, there's many reasons logistically why we're doing this in a sense of, like, we, we have just tried to really consider what best will bless our local body and uh, And help us move forward, and we think this will be good for us. Um... Uh, as we think about our, our, our young people, as we think about uh, the tension of having to leave at once sometimes because of what goes on here at the Waldorf, uh, there's a lot of different reasons. And so uh, we feel like this will free us up to not only be able to be here, but be here without these constraints that we got to hurry up and get out. And also hopefully gives you guys as, as, as parents and people to be able to neighbor together a little bit longer and not feel like, oh, my goodness, I got to get out and do this for my baby and do this for my kids. So um, we, the, whole, the, 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 the motivation is you. And so we'll see what the Lord does and how he uses it. My prayer is that this is just a precursor to us doing this. Uh, we continue to be on mission. We follow through with our three big initiatives that we want to be about for the year. The body grows. We're already at 10 o'clock. We add another service, and then we continue to grow, and then we plant. Um, that's what I'm trusting the Lord for, that we go from one service to two service, plant. Another, we get to three services, we plant. We plant. Um, we do missions, we plant. So, um, so let's all be trusting the Lord for that, okay, guys? All right. Um okay well that's a lot of information. Again-